what exactly is pharyngeal resonance? How can it help you sing better? And how can it help you sing higher without less of that squeeze or that pressure? Hey guys, welcome back to Singing Simply. My name is Ivan and on this show, we aim to demystify learning how to sing and make it as simple and as easy as possible because let's face it, learning how to sing can feel confusing. I get it, I've been there before. And so if this sounds like it's something up your lane, hit that subscribe, hit that follow wherever you're joining me from. We post episodes every single Friday, so you'll have first access to that. If you are looking to fast track your singing and you want to improve faster without the confusion, check out the link below. I'll drop a link on how you can get in contact and work with me. So the other day I actually came across this performance and in particular, the way he sang the word wrong. What's wrong? Now you might have to listen to it a few times, but notice the quality or the change in the tone ever so slightly that happens when he goes up to his higher pitch. Now, after experimenting and playing around with it myself, I found that he's tapping into something that I call pharyngeal resonance. I want to explain why it's important for you to even be exploring this concept. The first reason why this is important is it is a resonance that gives your voice power in a more efficient way because, you know, there are very different ways of getting power in your voice. You can kind of, hey, kind of shout it out, or you can actually tap into this pharyngeal resonance or this bite, which is going to give you that power and give you that strength without feeling like you have to work so hard for it. You'll notice in that performance that I sent, he's not really making weird faces like pushing to get to those notes. He just gets there. Now, the second reason why pharyngeal resonance is super, super important is it gives your voice some clarity, some bite, and allows you to be heard in a more aesthetically pleasing kind of way. Because what I've found from experience is a great voice tends to have ring. It tends to have a bite. It has some kind of clarity in it, but it's balanced out by the warmth or the relaxation of the throat. It's a balancing act of those two. And sometimes when beginners are developing their voice, they're often lacking in one of the other. Maybe their throat's a bit tight or maybe they lack this ring. So what exactly is pharyngeal resonance? Now, whilst there are different definitions, what I'm gonna share here is what has worked for myself and what has worked for my clients as well. And just remember that our sensations, you know, the physical cues that we can feel can actually be quite different person to person. But the most important thing here is are you making that sound? So you can actually compare yourself to, you know, some of the sounds that I'll be making or the clip that I've shared before to see if you are close. So how I've experienced it and how a lot of my clients has experienced it as well, pharyngeal resonance is this almost kind of strong bite, this buzz, this resonance, this focus of the sound somewhere in the upper back of my mouth or the top of my throat, somewhere around here. And this is where I find that if I concentrate and I get my sound to resonate there, then I have a much easier time throughout my range and even with the higher note. And also as I navigate higher and higher, I find that I can just kind of keep this resonance here. Yes, there's always shift between our chest and our head kind of resonance. There is almost this kind of gear shifting happening, but I find that I can keep a nice concentration of energy here and that allows me to stay grounded, allows me to stay strong and allows me to keep that clarity in my voice. Before we jump into how do we actually train this, how do we actually get some pharyngeal resonance into your singing? One thing we need to discuss is what it is not. Because when we're talking about singing, when we're talking about sensations, a lot of times it can feel confusing. It can feel tricky to understand because it's all imagery. It's a bit of an illusion here. 
there are some clear distinctions that we can make here. Now, first of all, pharyngeal resonance is not nasality. It is not nasality, which is allowing airflow to go through your nose, something like this. A very kind of muffled kind of sound. Pharyngeal resonance doesn't have that because if I go, ah, 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 I feel this kind of right, really nice kind of ping in the upper back of my throat. Ah, 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 nothing changes. So there's no air going through my nose when we are establishing pharyngeal resonance. Sometimes they will come together, like you, you have nasality and you have pharyngeal resonance because we can get those sensations mixed up, but they aren't the same. Now, the second thing that is also not, it is also not a high larynx sound. And you know, I see, I see a lot of teachers around the internet that will kind of get you to go, nay, 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 nay. And then they'll do, they'll do these kind of exercises and what that encourages is a bit of a high larynx. Yes, you do get a brighter sound, but you also get this kind of high larynx kind of quality as well, which can be a bit uncomfortable to sing. Now, I know this is not a high larynx sound because if I just put my finger on my larynx, ah, 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 as I'm making that sound, I'm feeling that strong bite around here again. It's not moving as much as what happens on the nay, 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 nays. And so once again, pharyngeal resonance is not a high larynx. It's simply just an additional focus of the energy or the bite or the resonance or the metallic kind of quality up in the upper back of the throat. And usually it actually would sound even better when it's mixed in with the warmth of a relaxed throat. So if your throat is truly relaxed and you can get this ping, that actually is probably a better bang for your buck in terms of sound quality. So now that I've shown you where it is being used in a song, we've talked about why pharyngeal resonance is useful. We've talked about what it is my personal definition at the moment, and what it also isn't, let's talk about how do we train it. Now, the cool part is with that song that I shared at the beginning. What's wrong with me? We can actually convert that into an exercise because what I've found is the word wrong is a great way to find this pharyngeal resonance. Now, because it is a scale, we want to start somewhere that's comfortable and we want to work up gradually one step at a time. And, you know, I'm going to explain what I'm noticing as I go up and down the scales. Now, what we can do here is as I'm doing the octave jump, what's wrong with me? As I'm doing that, what I'm trying to do as I go up higher, keep my throat relaxed, but I'm allowing the sound to tap more and more into that kind of upper pharyngeal bite. If you say the word wrong and you don't intentionally over nasalize it or you don't jam your larynx up, you should be able to feel something like that. So let's keep going up higher. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Around here, I really feel a strong ping there. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Of here is very prominent. Like sometimes almost borderline kind of annoying, but I know it's in a safe spot because it feels relatively easy. Tonally, I don't know if it's what I'll use in a song, but ease-wise, it feels pretty easy. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong? All of a sudden, you can get pretty high. In fact, the higher notes actually feel easier than the with me. 
Like the middle notes actually feel more challenging, but that's because, you know, I know how to get into this spot. So this is an example of how you can use this in an exercise and how you can play around with it. But remember, it's not about what exercise you're doing. It's about how you're doing it, which means as you're practicing the scale, you want to do it nice and slow. You want to make sure you can find this kind of resonance. If you can't at the moment, that's okay. Keep exploring it. This is a concept a lot of voice teachers and a lot of singers will actually swear by. In fact, the singer that I shared with you at the beginning, he actually talks about it like this as well, kind of bouncing off the roof of the mouth. And so this is a concept that does exist. You just might not be able to feel it yet, but be curious, explore a bit more and you'll get it. And so that's it, a breakdown of what I know about pharyngeal resonance so far. Now, as I get better, I'll definitely keep distilling and sharing more and more, but this is what I know so far. And this is a way you can start applying and practicing this on your own. And remember, if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling confused about the still, you don't have to do this on your own. Voice teachers like me help guide you through this every single day. And so if you're looking to improve your voice and you want to get some more help, I'm going to drop a link in the description on how you can get in contact with me. So apart from that, uh, check out the link in the description and I'll see you all for our episode next Friday. Remember, let's become better.